Hey guys, welcome to Search for Truth. I'm your host, James Wagner, and today we had a very special guest, Johannes. Uh, he's a PhD student here at MIU, originally from Germany, and we get to hear a little bit about his story, a little about, about where he comes from, and the really beautiful insights and transformation that he's had in sort of an awakening that is really applicable to all of us. Um, so yeah, let's just watch how he's really moved forward in these ways and how we can do the same. Thanks for doing this. Yeah, this is really, yeah, this is great. It's going to be fun. I think so too. I mean, we already have like good conversations, right? So yeah, true. I think that kind of will help to like, just find like a natural rhythm mm. to it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mm. I found that it was kind of like you were saying, you're like, oh man, why didn't we just hit record? <laughs> on these previous conversations yeah, you know? yeah probably could have had three or four episodes at this point true yeah so uh you're from germany yeah that's a good place to start that's that's a first on the show yeah <laughs> no it's a it's a good place to start yeah i'm from germany i'm from Ahrweiler. Hmm. small little city about thirty thousand inhabitants oh yeah that's small and right at the border to the to france oh and it's a nice beautiful little valley so we have our own microclimate it's almost always warm and really almost no wind and i didn't know that yeah i'm gonna show you pictures later it's okay. quite quite fantastic quite beautiful oh wow right. well that's yeah i mean you told you told me a little bit about where you're from with the little constitution and the people and the vibe and the yeah. dialect but even the climate it's it's a, it's a special place it really is like i think something more is going on there right like i think mm. it's one of these like hotspots for a ley line you know some that sort of sense. intersection because it's always been an area of great interest like for instance the um, the former government of Germany before it was reunited they mm -hmm. had their bunker you know like their safe place in, in, in case of a nuclear hit oh. in this in the city in in really? the mountain there and and so and they always came to visit and to some people apparently even today there's still like big political international meetings happening really with with no like no public knowing of it oh of course okay i see and before they huh. were there you know it has been inhabited for thousands of years the romans were there the celts were there and it's like something about that place that is like you know powerful nice and interesting i'll make it a point to come visit <laughs> oh you should yeah, yeah and it's beautiful too right the yeah one side of it is just with the vineyards mm-hmm grapes and looks like uh, almost like a southeast asia with the terraces and such oh yeah okay and yeah. the other side is just beautiful forest and uh, mountains oh my god yeah <laughs> no i'm very i'm very fortunate i feel to come from such a beautiful place yeah is that a place you're going to return to or? i think it's a place i always will return to hmm. just because it has such a strong attraction you know and when you come from the autobahn from the highway and you enter the valley you feel it like suddenly really? it's like this woof, you know oh wow and yeah i don't know if i would like live there mm. 
but I always want to return to there, you know? I see. And I do feel that, like, part of my, like, path is, like, doing something there, like, for the people there, like, bringing the meditation or, like, oh, just yeah. some sort of consciousness and awareness aspect, you know? Because they're, like, since it is, like, such an energetical hotspot, mm-hmm. um, like, many people, for them, it's difficult to handle it, Right so there's also a lot of like depression and the suicide and that kind of stuff i see okay and and so i think yeah doing some sort of spiritual work there would be Hmm. very fulfilling you know yeah it sounds like that's sort of what you were mentioning about um the cities the advanced you know tm it's like things are amplified yeah similar in in a way that is yeah mm. in a way it is like that when you when you learn when you learn the cities it's like like emotions feelings thoughts all of it everything you do and are is like a bit accentuated becomes mm. more powerful and I'm I think it's interesting of you to draw that comparison because yes it's probably something that is true for specific locations as well right. Yeah you think i mean you look all over the world and you find like you know different spiritual places that have been used for religion and ritual Mm, true and you know Mm. different sects for like many many thousands of years and so it makes sense that okay why do they come here right so maybe they have like some sort of knowledge or even perception Mm. that um, leads them to certain places where things just you know function a little bit differently or just Mm. a bit more potent so for the uninitiated what are the cities the cities okay so in the in the vedic tradition um city would mean perfection Mm. or a siddha would be a perfected one you know like a perfect yogi mm. many would think of for instance uh gurudev you know who is like uh, not just actually in, in in the tm tradition but for many other traditions he's like a big big figure oh really yeah i actually didn't know that yeah i mean he was ah. uh, um he was he, he was uh there are four like principal seats in India for like the spirituality. Okay. And one of them, the one in the north, had been vacant for many, many years. And oh. it was actually Gurudev who then, you know, took that seat after they tried to persuade him for like twenty years or so. Yeah, I heard he wasn't super interested. Yeah. <laughs> because, you know, he was he was a perfected one. Like what is there to do for him, you know? Oh, okay. I and mean, he was just happy sure. being an in the forest and just living you know right. being um, but anyway he took that mm. up and yeah so back to to city so that is the original meaning and cities can be like certain talents or gifts um flying yeah becoming invisible changing the nature of your body right i mean f- when we hear of these things it sounds like crazy right mm. but you know you look in the bible you find these things described as well right about yeah. jesus walking over water you know well uh, a hindu or like uh, someone from the vedic tradition would say well yeah he has that city right right so so, so that's a city mm. um and 
usually it's someone that should develop naturally meaning you become so saturated in being and like in the true nature of yourself mm, that these things develop naturally it's not like you train for 20 years and then mm. finally you can walk on water got it okay but what you do is you connect to yourself and you become yeah. that and the limitations of like the physical body and all of that just become less rigid and that allows you to just you know use more of your potential and be a bit more flexible in a sense right and it sounds like this is sort of also like an authenticity thing like this will be certain cities will be accentuated in certain people more than others absolutely interesting absolutely interesting. yeah 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 so an enlightened person and another enlightened person they will be different right yeah first of all there are degrees of enlightenment right we could talk about that but there still remains like some sort of something that a personality kind of you know mm, yeah something that is unique to them so yeah different cities should develop for different people and uh, mm. you know now in the tm movement basically what what Ma, what mahashi did you know who founded the tm and such mm -hmm. he he introduced like another program and that is what in the TM movement they call the Siddhis and basically mm. it is based upon the Patanjali Yoga Sutras, right? This like ancient text where Patanjali describes yoga. Right. And what that is, is it is Samadhi and different stages of Samadhi, like different stages of oneness, you could say. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, and the Siddhis. So he has like a whole list of different things, right? So you do this and this and this and this will happen. Okay. So he has like all of these prescriptions. Oh, interesting. But the thing is like, well, why doesn't it work? Right? I, yeah. I, I read this and this and I recite this and this sutra and why am I not flying? <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, or Valid question. you know, yeah. and, and so what Mahashi brought is that he rediscovered or reintroduced the technique of how to do this and so when you do the tm and then you learn the city program what it is really about is not about the specific sutras but you'll basically learn like how does it actually work how do you make mm. these things that are there how do you make them work excellent yeah side note i just signed up for my oh no way. yeah this summer oh that's cool yeah you, i'm sure you're gonna love it it's uh it's a wonderful program and yeah, really, really good stuff. That's what everyone says who's ever done it. I've, that's all that anybody ever says about it. Always. <laughs> it's I mean, like amazing. Yeah. I mean, if you already do the TM and you know, you're yeah. like an earnest seeker, like you really want, you want to reach your full potential, right? Yeah. Whatever that means for you, you have mm -hmm. different ideas than I have for sure. But, uh, that certainly is something that, you know, helps to go in that mm -hmm. direction yeah it really seems like kind of rocket boost to it is <laughs> take off you know it is it is you know there are like stories where generally you can think of like evolution right and evolution just happens whether you want it or not that's true <laughs> but, but one thing that you can sort of determine is at what pace mm. right okay yeah do you do you like because you can decide to do like things that are maybe like not in the most evolutionary way or like in your best interest. And True. that's totally fine and totally within like the scope of free will, right? Yeah. And yeah. you will still evolve, but maybe you take some detours mm -hmm. 
And I feel like what this program that we talk about, what it does, it just, you know, you basically say, you know, oh, I'm going to take the, the fast train, you know, I'm going to take mm. the ECE <laughs> and hop in and now I'm going to advance at 300 uh, kilometers an hour, you know. Right. Instead yeah. of three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. But like that, I'm sure there are like many things that you can do, you know, mm. to like. True. True. Progress. But that's one thing I really have enjoyed about TM and, and Maharshi and just like every, all of these things is these are, yeah, there's probably a thousand different things you can do and they all work and they all would work at maybe similar rates. But this is a very tried and true tested way of, of doing these things. You know, it's an actual technique. Absolutely. Like, yeah, it's an actual technique. It's repeatable and it just works. Yeah. Right. I mean, I'm sure you've tried like so many different things and like so many actually techniques and, yeah. you know, philosophies and all of yeah. them and, and all of them, you know, have a good have a place, you know, yeah, and they will have like some people for whom they just work perfectly. Mm, I think the, the thing about TM is just like it's universality, right? It's just yeah. it like I've never met someone who said, yeah, it doesn't do anything for me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And yeah. it. <laughs> that simplicity and that it is repeatable i think that makes it like a special thing like being so potent and so reliable mm -hmm. and and yeah you know it makes it very cool so how long have you been meditating then um i actually started just about four years ago okay with the tm and right yeah and so you started with tm as well then yeah like i was doing it was interesting like I've already had an interest for many years in the meditation. Mm. Um, but I came from a very like kind of scientific angle. Okay. So the first, yeah, the first, the first meditation book <laughs> I had was what, what was it called? I don't remember the name, but what it was, it was a newer scientist talking about meditation and mm. what it does in the brain and in the body. Okay. And so this, this was like the angle that I got closer to meditation with. Mm um but it was hard and like i remember that it, it it said it said to count the seconds that you are able not to think well none i mean like <laughs> i was like what the hell like and i yeah. and, and you think like well <laughs> like am i like it was it seemed so hard yeah i remember that too and that was that was in 2012 i think yeah and yeah, I just put the book aside again after some time and thought, mm. well, you know, not for me. Yeah. And yeah. and then it was actually in in the end of 2016, beginning of 2017, that like suddenly a shift happened in my life and uh, I began opening up to that and I started basically with intuitive meditation. Oh, really? Before I eventually <coughs> found the, the DM. Uh, a shift happened yeah well you know i was like i was in a place that just didn't feel good i was very i was sad and frustrated with life with society mm. you know i had physical detriments and it just seemed like stupid and senseless to me like the mm. way that society works the way you know people treat the planet people treat each yeah. other people treat animals the way they think like all of it seemed like you know just crazy yeah 
crazy madness. crazy madness and yeah. it made me so frustrated you know so frustrated that really it became difficult to function and i had a good job and good apartment and everything but i hated every bit of it really okay wow yeah. you know and uh yeah and so that got to a point where like i got to a point of like no more mm. interesting right and i i remember like yeah walking home one day and like then just stop you know like my my legs didn't move anymore i just stood stood and stood there for i don't know how long and just like at like i don't even know how to describe it you know sure, like yeah. a moment of truth wow amazing where wow. where like every like everything just came to a stop and basically the thing was no more mm. and and what came out of this was like this this insight or this decision to moving forward just be myself hmm. you know no more playing no more like putting this mask on or mm. like no more acting and you know trying to please others or yeah. whatnot no more blocking things that are not accepted by society but that are true for me you know yes. and that make myself who i am yeah and yeah. all of that like and then wow. yeah and believe it or not like the next day the the irritable bowel syndrome that i had had for so many years just gone just gone wow okay just gone <laughs> wow just with that like you know with that one moment hmm. one moment and then that was gone and then amazing suddenly you know what happened is like a whole world opened up and like things that i had like put down and blocked for so many years just suddenly came on the surface with the might and the power that really? just said like okay you know let's let's go you know? so this wasn't a subtle thing at all this was a quite a significant shift totally wow yeah. it was like Whoa. moment of utterly desperation yeah then like a lightning bolt you know like a moment of truth and then a complete shift complete shift mm. like turn around you know yeah yeah powerful and really and, and and life became beautiful again you know life oh became God, very amazing. beautiful and suddenly like all of the like from all corners like nature would like support that and i felt like as if carried mm. by life you know again whereas before i was swimming yeah against the current you know yeah yeah and then after that just crazy things happened to support that wow path. and you listened too and you, you followed it <laughs> yeah i mean i was a child again all of a sudden wow like curious right because yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. before i i thought i knew what life was like and what society mm. was like and i didn't like the picture at all right yeah and i think a lot of us go through that exactly yeah. exactly and then suddenly you know with with some of these experiences and like uh like a perception that came back of like looking at things like suddenly the world became big again and infinite and mysterious mm, whoa and that just brought a whole new joy and yeah like willingness to to live life you know yeah um, wow that's incredible and i i've seen that a lot with um really with people in general but i've seen that sort of similar type pattern a lot with our generation 
Mm. You know, we will see these things and have these experiences. And it's in varying degrees. Usually that shift isn't overnight. It's over many years, you know. Sure, sure. And so, yeah, yeah, seeing this really culminate. No, I mean, that's, yeah, I fully agree. I think it's, I think, you know, our generation, like the millennials, especially, Mm -hmm. right, which we both are part of. Mm -hmm. I think what we are is like we're, we're building bridges, you know. Exactly. I think, you know, most of us were brought up in the in the world as we know it today or have known it for so many years and mm-hmm. it's it comes with certain characteristics and ideas and ideologies that have been there for some time mm-hmm. and at the same time we're in the middle of like a huge shift that is to totally different to like put your finger on and name exactly what it is but yeah but it is a shift somehow, huh? It's something you can feel and you also can find some examples for it. And I think what our generation is, is here to do is to make, to be part of that transition. Yeah. And, you know, we, we talked about yesterday before oh, about yeah. like the hippie movement, right? Mm-hmm. And how they just fought against the old, mm-hmm. you know? And I think what we will do different is we see what's, what's good about the old. Mm-hmm. and what works well right and see what doesn't work well yeah and just see what can we introduce to take the best out of that and move it into something something better you know something better in terms of like how people are treated how how we live on the on this planet mm-hmm. how people prosper and and really evolve in like a, in a in a way that feels good you know yeah and so i think that is why many of our generation experience something similar to what I just described, where Mm. they have to go through the pains and the challenges of the, let me call it old world. So they know it and are familiar to it and know like maybe through their specific unique gifts, what they can add to change something there, you know, to improve it. And to really kind of go through a similar thing that you went through and whatever scale it is, for them or for the collective seeing these things experiencing the way the world is and the all the detriments in around and saying this doesn't work exactly being able to say like okay let's focus on brand new innovations that have never even been imagined before and really focusing on kindness is Mm. the number one thing that millennials want is a world Mm. of kindness i love that and we want to we're, we're living current, like you said, the old world. We're living in a system that we're also trying to replace. So it's this interesting dance. <laughs> I like that. I, yeah, I fully agree. It's a dance, you know. Yeah. It's uh, because, yes, on the one hand, you want to replace it, but you don't want to replace all of it. Yeah. Like yeah, right. none of us is a fan of anarchy. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Freedom. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but 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 anarchy is a different thing. And I think we can agree that if like with so many people living on the world, you will need some sort of a societal structure mm-hmm. for for it to work, you know. But then the question is, OK, how can we combine this? And I think this yeah. is what, you know, many of us will dedicate their their lives to, you know. Yeah. Yeah, um, exactly right. Yeah. So what's your uh, what's your journey like here? Just your at MIU. Let's just look at that for a second. <laughs> it's like evolution on steroids. <laughs> like I used to I always say like oh, wow. time just works differently here. It does. Meaning a day here is as if five days outside. Yeah. 
and and by that i just mean the incredible pace of evolution and okay what's an incredible pace of evolution to me it's just like the degree of with which i face like the deep deep topics mm -hmm. the deep deep traumas you know mm -hmm. and like work with them and turn them around and learn from them and yeah and all of that just happens so quickly right that you know a month passes by you look behind and you think like wow who was that dude you know yeah, literally and it's a month you know you talk with someone outside you say hey you know it's just a month but no it's like five months it's like yeah, almost least. half a year you yeah. know and uh <laughs> yeah and you know just why is that happening i think it's because I think it's the magic of what happens when so many people are dedicated on like their evolution mm. and on a path and all these things you just mentioned, right? Like doing something for society. Mm. And yeah. when that then is bundled in like a geographical space. Oh, with the ley line sort of portal as well. Like maybe combined. that as well. Who knows, right? Yeah. Maybe that is a spot as well. There can be many factors, but just the mm. sheer amount of people coming together, mm -hmm. you know, um god sort of i'm not with that same intention ex and that's the thing i'm, yeah. I'm not uh, i'm not versed in the bible but just i come i come across this uh, this verse or the, the story where they say when when three meet or assemble in my name I'll, oh, yeah. i am there you're right you're right yeah right and this is what happens mm, right okay good we, reference yeah. we, we may not be like okay we probably all have a different idea of like god or whatnot but like mm. just assembling together with like that positive intention of got it yeah. i want to evolve i want to do good things i think that creates like a magic a great synergy which yeah allows us to just progress so quickly in the space yeah and as you said we we do here <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah yeah sometimes it's uh it's pretty uncomfortable but the progress it's like you said, it's, it's being here is the fast track. It's really, it's, in fact, it's really funny too. Some people, when they're on, they kind of have set this, set forth this intention to, you know, evolve very quickly or to be here. They try to leave, they get sucked back in. <laughs> <laughs> they're not done yet. You know? Exactly. Yeah. Interesting. No, a few more things to work through, then you can go. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, that's so interesting. Yeah. 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 So you're here, um, just now starting your PhD program? What does that look like? Well, I just did, I did the masters, right? I came in, yeah, I, remember that. I came in 2019 after, you know, I had quit that job. I formerly described as mm. like, you know, not being, uh, fulfilling and I traveled a bit. And, and then I came here just because I had already learned the meditation. And I got exposed to some of the like deep knowledge of it already because I had like a fantastic yoga teacher oh, who, okay. you know, was with Mahashi for many years and like wow. a real hero kind of, you Synchronicities, know, man. and this guy was just so amazing. And then being exposed to that Vedic knowledge, I just knew like, yeah, like I, mm. I want to know more, like, yeah. give me, give me, give me, you know, yeah. like when I find something that's really amazing and that rings truth and i just i really want to like dive in and very soon after i'd learned tm i knew like okay i just want to know anything and everything they have to offer hmm. you know and doing this master seemed like uh, 
yeah seemed like a, an awesome way to start to just dedicate yourself for a year to this kind of study right and yeah i can really highly recommend it great great program yeah yeah, yeah. and so now uh, so what does the phd look like now actually very similar because mm. the first year of the phd is also coursework oh okay so like in the masters i just have courses for a full year mm. um the difference is is that people are already a bit more serious in a sense okay and not yeah. that they don't you know have fun or anything like that but like that they're dedicated on their path mm -hmm. and so you will have many people that have done this sort of work for like many decades right oh wow okay there are people there in their 60s <clears throat> doing the phd uh, just because they know like okay that's the next kind of big step they can take mm. and therefore you have like we have a very cool group you know that's nice. where there's a few young people like like me mm -hmm. um, and then there's also a bunch of like people that have seen it you know most mm. of it and just now want to take the next step and yeah the knowledge so far has been like absolutely astonishing and like this time like you know in the masters you may have scratched somewhere here and like maybe duck a little bit deeper right but now you like you like full dive full dive and like really <laughs> going deep and like yeah oh, wow. very very fun <laughs> very very fun yeah, you can see you can see it all over you. you yeah, you just love it. <laughs> no, it's and that's the thing. I really just genuinely love what I do, and you know, we we did this course this morning, mm -hmm. and one of the questions was not in that sense, but or not in that wording, but in that sense, like you know, if money wasn't a restriction, what would you do? Yeah, that. Yeah, right. <laughs> I I'm doing it exactly you know? what you. Would it's just doing. yeah, it's phenomenal and. And the best part is yet to come. Mm. Oh, yes, absolutely. And, th and that is then, you know, after the coursework is finished, you get mm -hmm. to choose like a track. And the track that I am favoring is, is reading the Vedic literature. Mm, okay. And when, yeah, you've gotten into recitation, oh, I've noticed recently. Yeah, it's powerful, man. Yeah. It was nice that you had the, uh, the ability to really practice enunciating everything in such a like pure way as well because mm. the sound value is so important it is that's what it's all about yeah i mean i mean you know when you when you say reading vedic literature people would think that you know you you read like you read any other book sure but this is not what's happening there right because mm. i actually haven't mastered sanskrit to a level that i understand it intellectually mm, right but I'm just reading out loud. And what happens is you kind of surpass the intellect and just go right mm. down to the more like feeling and emotional levels. Right. And, and on that and on these levels, you you will feel an effect just by by sound, right? By reciting something and creating specific sounds. Yeah. Which is, yeah, as you say, why the pronunciation is so important. Mm hmm. I remember we, uh, you and I took um, intro to Sanskrit or whatever it was yeah, called together, we did. and I felt that exact same thing during the course. It was just, I was very shocked to be honest. <laughs> I mean, it's one of those things like, and it was funny because it was both ways. When somebody would pronounce things incorrectly and recite it 
incorrectly. Oh, really? I would feel a drastic negative effect. No way. And if somebody pronounced it correctly, I would feel super positive effects. Isn't that intriguing? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, so it's there there's some power in that <laughs> in that language. It's bizarre. What 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 happened in that month for you? Um God, well, I know when um Karen and Veda were in there reciting, um I would just have like I mean, I had like a, a past life regression happening no, in the middle of get class. out of here. <laughs> Seriously. Jeez. It's very intense and totally unexpected. Um, oh my God. It was, yeah. it was crazy. I didn't, I've never it had anything crazy. like that. And then, yeah, when, um, um, just when other people were pronouncing it with like maybe an American accent or just, you know, or being a bit more lazy about, about that, um, I would get headaches, irritable. I would feel my mood change. Like <laughs> all of these things would just drive me the inverse. Oh god! So you better pronounce it correctly, yeah. It's important. Yeah. <laughs> Don't mess around with it. Yeah. You know, you cast a spell and you say it wrong. Something's bad is gonna blow up. Like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's very true. Yeah. Yeah. No, but it's yeah. It's really a, it's a powerful, powerful technique, and uh, it's like transcending with open eyes, you know. Mm. Oh, that's a good way to phrase it. Which is why it really helps to develop like the different koshas, the different like levels of your body, mm. the refined perception and all of it. Yeah. Right. Because contrary to like the meditation where you just like like you go in, there you kind of go in, but at the same time you're doing something. Mm. You're saying something. You're looking at something. You're you're hearing your own voice, and yeah. all of that happens while you transcend. How interesting. So you have this active role participating and you're transcending it. Oh, that's such an interesting that's even hard it's almost hard to explain. It is, it is. <laughs> but but yeah, that's what you generally like, yeah. can experience there. And it's oh yeah. It's just when I when I recite it, you know, I feel like You can you can feel this something like timeless, something ancient, mm. you know, and you being connected to that, and that something okay, timeless yeah. and ancient is actually also you, you know, mm. like an like an aspect of you that yeah. you've forgotten a little bit, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so it's like familiar and exciting at the same time. It's yeah, it's a very beautiful thing. How would you feel about saying a few a few words? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I could. Uh... You said something right before we, right before we started. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know who listens to this. You know. It's okay. The teachers or what? Don't... Yeah. No. It's. Uh... Yeah. It's. Yasya nishva sitam veda yo vidibyo kilam jagat. Nir mame tamaham vande vidyatir tamaheshvaram. It's like amazing. Thank you. No, it's uh, thank you. <laughs> it's like uh, it's something you you say when you're about to give knowledge. Oh wow! You know. Yeah. So uh, yeah. You know. Yeah, beautiful. It's no, it's really it's nice. And and here's also like like the melody kind of just 
comes sometimes. I've noticed that be- because it's very natural. Exactly. Like yeah. I'm, I'm not, I'm not skilled yet in like um, understanding the meters, right? Mm. So there are certain meters that will create maybe some sort of a melody, but just by like pronouncing it correctly and like looking for the shorts and the longs, this is kind of what you look like. They're like long yeah. and shorts and like. Yeah, something just emerges. Yeah, yeah. And and it's cool, like the way you like learn these expressions. Uh, traditionally, what I've been told is that you just recite them again and again and again and again and mm. again until you feel it, mm. and until like some sort of quality emerges that is like tangible for you. You know. Oh, wow. And only after that you see you look at the translation oh wow 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 and and it's yeah <laughs> it's and and that way you create like a real genuine experience right yeah where you're not like biased of what mm-hmm. it may mean but you just you know you you have it yeah wow oh, wow that's incredible and the, as you said like this is an aspect of yourself yeah that it, you're sort of tapping into and then it's just it's coming through and it's enlivening through you and it's being expressed through these through these things oh that's fun yeah yeah no it's really like i feel very blessed and like thinking that you know starting the summer or after the summer i'll be doing that for like you know three years or so like mm. for four hours a day and oh my uh, god really yeah <laughs> talk about uh, quick evolution no it's just it's wow. a it's a lot of joy and each each text just has like really distinct qualities, right? Yeah, yeah. Wow. So so yeah, it's it's a beautiful 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 journey. I'm excited to uh, <clears throat> to sort of check in, you know, bit by bit throughout the years and, and sort of yeah. kind of be you know be with you a little bit on that. That'll be oh, fun. Absolutely, to, you're yeah. you're welcome. And uh, <clears throat> yeah, you can come by for a recitation or so. Oh, amazing! Yeah. And hey, let's be honest. <laughs> you've learned. You've learned it too. I have. That's true. You can actually. You can pick up where you left, and uh, because that's the thing. Like you learned this. I think it's like. Yeah, you should use it if you can. Mm-hmm. You know, when because that's a cool. That's a cool thing. There are different texts that have different qualities. Mm, true. Meaning you can <laughs> use these things to produce a specific effect. Mm. There's something that, for instance, boosts your immune system. Right, right. right? Yeah. Or like something that just helps you to deal with transformation. Yeah. And so what many people do that are on the PhD track that not necessarily do the reading Vedic literature track, they still will use this technology to like help with what they do right now. Mm help move forward and with these transitions help move forward exactly yeah exactly or like depending where they are in their phd thesis they will use specific texts (laughs) to like you know structure and organize or to transform or whatnot so yeah yeah wow that's cool this is great you're definitely inspiring me to kind of pick this back up yeah get back into it yeah it is it is wonderful i remember because again the effects are so palpable you know, and for me specifically, sound specifically, mm. like really, then very, very sensitive to sound. I notice it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so something like that is, is kind of quite in line with that. Oh, hmm. it's phenomenal. Excellent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And this is actually what I want to investigate in the PhD thesis as well. Mm, tell me. Like I want to do some sort of a hybrid approach. I want to do the daily reading to a great extent, but okay. I also want to do something theoretical. And what I want to write about is like the power of sound itself, mm. you know, and how, how it can be used to create specific outcomes mm. and how it has been used by different traditions for like, you know, spiritual growth or mm -hmm. similar things. Because the curious thing is you find it in so many things, right? Like just yesterday, mm -hmm. I, I visited a friend and she taught me about uh, the, the, the monks, the Greek monks and the monasteries. Mm -hmm. And they chant all day. Mm, okay, I see. I see what you mean. Right? And yeah. you have it in Buddhist traditions as well. You have it in Vedic traditions. You have it in, in Native American traditions in the aborigines like for so many of them like song mm. and voice have like a a very a powerful place you know yeah and yeah i find that fascinating very fascinating i think that's just so uh relatable as well it's it's even beyond these uh religious philosophical spiritual sects i mean let's just be honest movie scores I mean, when you hear a, a, a good track from a quality movie that just moves you. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's yeah. on the same level. No, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, it's. Yeah, absolutely. No, that's such a good point. You have mm. it. You have it in, in songs and pop culture. You have yeah. it just in movies, right? Yeah, it's really everywhere. Like we talked about this yesterday, how you yeah. could see a movie or you could watch a movie and like the soundtrack of it just like adds a whole nother dimension completely right and then afterwards you listen just to the soundtrack and you're in the movie yeah. and in the whole emotionality of it again <laughs> and i think that just yeah that already tells you like how powerful of a like i don't know what even to call it how powerful of a phenomenon it is you know yeah yeah how powerful the the effects are that are genuinely experienceable and exactly all for, for anybody exactly yeah 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 philosophers and, and and everyone else too it's just it's just innate within us on some levels you oh. know yeah, yeah. so oh, that was great no, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's really cool i'm really looking forward to it and hopefully even i get the chance to maybe you know visit some of these other traditions mm. And just, you know, sit there, you know, yeah. and, and listen or interview yeah. them or maybe even learn from them. Yeah, perhaps. And, uh, in, the, in the Aboriginal culture, for instance, they say they, okay, it, it's, it's from a book I read, so I cannot be 100% certain, but I really, I really like the idea. Um, they were explaining that they weren't really speaking a lot to each other. Mm, okay. Because they communicate telepathically. Mm, okay let's go right so <laughs> so let's just say to make it like a bit more understandable like how is something like that even possible they brought down the mental noise to such an extent that mm. they just can pick up on like finer things yeah. right and then when they want to communicate they they can pick up on these things mm -hmm. on like you know vibration in a sense right because yeah a thought also is like producing something that can be measured and that you know maybe can even be perceived yeah 
And when it comes to the voice, they say, no, the voice, you know, we use that for worship and celebration. Hmm. Meaning they would use it to sing and to celebrate life. Wow. And to like, you know, do something. They, they, it, it has a special place. It's not something you just mm. use like that, but it is something to like, you know, connect with the divine and like to give thanks and gratitude. Yeah. And yeah, I think there's a, yeah, there's a lot to that. You know? I mean, I, I can vouch for that personally. I've had, Tell me. I mean, I've had actual like psychic communications with um, partners. That no I've, way. That I've had. Yeah, especially the first one. Oh, we were together for eight years. You you tend of to course. get to know each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? And we were very much in this kind of intuitive space. And it would be literal. I mean, I would just like, we'd be sitting on the couch and she would like mentally ask for something and I would hand it to her. I mean, like, <laughs> this is he's literally... Oh, had, I love it. It really happened. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, that's and beautiful. This one, it wasn't an isolated event and it wasn't an isolated person. This has happened with other people as well. Mm. So this is very real. <laughs> That's phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, no, I think it's really, I think it's like almost just like a muscle you train, you know? Yeah, just literally. Like if, yeah. You have your, if you have your awareness, like just on the hard surface, and, mm. and you, then you will perceive that. Yeah. You yeah. know? But if you have, let's say, through some techniques or some, just some experiences, you know? learn that oh maybe there's something more to it mm -hmm. and just by like thinking about that and having your awareness on that you know then maybe you will perceive something more yeah you know so yeah it's cool that you've made so many experiences with that yeah it just really shows and like you said it's a muscle it happens in my perception randomly it's not something that i can just absolutely control and bring sure. forth instantly yeah. you know that sort of thing but every once in a while Oh, I'm perfectly in tune for these 30 seconds and it happens and then it's gone. It's not gone, but it's just not, you know, currently on the surface in that awareness. But I mean, that's beautiful yeah. in the sense that it shows you that it's possible. Yeah, exactly. Right. It's a reality. It's something you've experienced personally yeah. again and again. Yeah. Yeah. So then the question <laughs> is just, you know, is that something that you want to cultivate further? And then, okay, if so, like through which means you can do that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. and, to, and we do have these tools now to really help cultivate these things and help move them forward. Absolutely. And I like, I like your analogy of it being a muscle. Um, because to my understanding with as much philosophy and esoteric knowledge that I've consumed is everybody is psychic. Mm -hmm. It's just mm -hmm. a muscle. Mm -hmm. And so everybody also has physical skeletal muscles. But there are some people who sit on the couch and they have atrophied. Yeah, they're absolutely. St they're still there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're far more useful and can do far more um, many things when you have them trained. It's just that simple. It's, there's nothing really, even all that mystical about it. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I agree with that. Yeah. I think like what makes it mystical is just that so many people like just haven't developed that muscle mm, yeah. haven't trained it and then you find some people who maybe just by virtue of birth right yeah maybe you know they've developed this muscle in so so many lifetimes before mm, perhaps yeah and or maybe just for, it can be so many reasons maybe they just have like a good access to it or whatnot yeah. Or they, as we said before, they have an experience and aren't curious mm -hmm. enough to like go deeper into it. Mm -hmm. 
and then that makes them seem special and in a way it is very special yeah but at the same time it's it's important to know as you as you described like it's still something that is accessible mm -hmm. to anybody yeah you know just that people may have to do different sorts of work and uh, experimentation to to get there but i like i, I fully resonate with what you say in, mm. in terms of like yeah this is like you know it's something that you can have if you like to yeah yeah exactly and i think uh furthermore like you said when you're born with maybe propensities towards or a little bit less this way then maybe you know a b and c will be easier exactly for, for you and then you know the others will be more difficult and vice versa for the next person or whatever but usually that will also like tell you like maybe a certain direction for your life to go to mm. oh that's interesting right like hmm. the point. the reason that some things are like easier for you is maybe because you know that's the direction that life would like you to to take yeah and so then you know your unique talents will allow you to progress in that further and quicker than than others Mm. and that then you know adds to the like beauty of the the collective you know and you have yeah, something that gives something like a new perspective and mm -hmm. so yeah i think in that there's a lot of a lot of beauty you know yeah yeah there is and and to be able to really listen to those things that are easier and that come more natural and give yourself permission to lean mm. into those mm -hmm. instead of having mm -hmm. to struggle mm -hmm. you know as as we know that's that's sometimes um going against perhaps society or going against what we've been taught or it is i mean just yeah. even on an abstract level it is right because mm. usually what is suggested to you is that you have to work hard <laughs> yeah. i know right <laughs> like to be successful and yeah. so if suddenly something comes like easy yeah you probably begin like a part of you a socialized part of you may begin to like question it yeah well things aren't supposed to be easy like yeah. i have to work hard you know or maybe this thing doesn't really have any value to uh -huh, others because uh -huh. i'm not working hard yeah yeah even though Absolutely. it may be the highest value that you can provide it's this interesting <laughs> no that's exactly it right yeah. it may be really the highest value you can provide it may be really you know what people call your your dharma yeah exactly like that yeah. which you know you came which you came here for and that which will allow you to progress the furthest and beyond that to be of the highest possible service yeah right and mm -hmm. then in that you will also find the highest possible joy yeah even if it yes. is something yes. supposedly simple right let's say and i don't want to say simple as like a bad thing but let's like you don't have to like do some sort of crazy rocket science or be a politician mm. or like be this or that but but maybe you find the greatest fulfillment in, in building quality furniture yeah which yeah. also is complex right and has so many delicate details mm -hmm. to it but properly with which most people wouldn't consider to be like I don't know, like a, like a, you know, something to strive for. Sure. Right. Right. But then within that, you can find perfection, even yeah. if it may seem simple on the surface within that, you can find the delicate details and the mm. things to like really make it work. And like you connect with what you do and you find like, you know, it, that you can express yourself through that. 
Yeah. And so yeah, then yeah. you will create the most beautiful desks and the most beautiful chairs and bed frames and whatnot mm -hmm. that nobody else could do in that sense. Exactly. And that yeah. then, you know, can really like add something beautiful. And I would even go so far to say that it probably will allow you to be very successful in a mm -hmm. in a social way as well. Right, ironically. Right? Meaning like <laughs> yeah. earning a good livelihood, even though yeah. it didn't seem to be like a craft that, you know, comes with a lot of status and, uh, and financial means. Yeah. But I think, you know, when you give yourself to that and really express what you are, then, you know, that will manifest as like happiness on all kinds of levels, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's absolutely right. And, and, that's so interesting. I love the that whole explanation is just beautiful because mm. really taking anything and then if you truly pour yourself into it and really have it be an expression yes, exactly, of exactly. Yeah, really who you are on these fundamental deep levels, then it will be this absolute masterpiece beyond anything that anybody else could create because it's your uniqueness within mm. that exactly yeah yeah that could it. be anything could be anything yeah <laughs> truly anything and the opposite is true as well right so you do mm. anything else you won't be happy mm. yes <laughs> you you may you can create like some superficial kind of happiness and like talk to yourself like oh but i, I got family and i'm mm. financially stable and society tells mm. me i'm doing a good thing but deep down, you will know, like, oh, yeah. no, man, I wanted to build tables. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, and that's all I want to do. Yeah, exactly. And so, yeah, I think, I think like that's one of the big struggles of our society, right? Yeah. Because yeah. I think there was a, 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 a poll by Gallup and they did it like mm. three, four years ago and it came out at like 80% people worldwide hate their jobs mm. jesus you know, 80 percent 80 percent yeah or even a higher 80 or 85 something yeah. like that and is anybody really surprised at that number no i no. mean you know you see people with the depression and the mental breakdowns and anything of course man they're doing the wrong thing yeah they're yeah. doing what they hate exactly. <laughs> I mean, on, on a daily basis yeah hours and hours and hours a day and then they enslave themselves to hopefully at some point reach retirement. Oh, God. To stop, <laughs> stop doing what they did more than half of their life. Oh. I mean, how absurd is that? I mean, you do something you hate to keep going on doing something you hate. That's, that's what you're doing. That's pure insanity. Yeah. I, I, yeah. No wonder people feel the way they do yeah, you know, yeah. as a majority. You know, and yeah. And, and I think like, yeah, that's, I think that is like one of the, we talked about this before, about like our generation. I think that is one of the things we can bring in, but just yes. living out dharma and like being authentic yeah. and showing that it can work, you know, exactly. And that it does yeah. bring happiness. And then maybe beyond that, it will be part of our task to like find ways to, to implement these insights into a society yes so that people coming afterwards won't have it too easy won't have it so so hard to discover yeah. what their dharma is exactly 
It'll be encouraged. It will be encouraged, mm. even by education, right? Yes. Because think about what education does nowadays. It just feeds you information. Yeah. And it also, beyond that, imprints a clear picture of what is success and what is failure. Mm -hmm. Right? But what it doesn't teach you is how to discover yourself. Yes, exactly. Which, let's be honest, is like the big thing you, you want to do in life, right? Yeah. You want, to, yeah. you want to find out who is it that I am mm. and how can I develop and then how can I express that? Yes, exactly. Right? Yeah. And so if we, if we manage to live our lives authentically mm -hmm. and express ourselves authentically and honestly and if we then find ways to implement that into the structures of society and education, then this can really be the root for like, uh, you know, a utopia, a beautiful yeah. society where people just are encouraged to discover themselves and express mm. themselves and add their unique talents. Yeah. And yeah, man, I, yeah, I hope and I do believe that, you know, one day we may, mm. we may see such a world, you know? So do I. I mean, imagine that. Imagine a child growing up in that world, growing up and saying like, oh, I have a, uh, I have interest in art and they at a very young age can start producing and creating exactly gorgeous pieces of art yeah. very early and naturally. And uh, let's say math is, is very difficult for them. And so they're given more art supplies and they're shown more ways they can increase their talents and they're given more space to be artistic and they become this amazing artist that absolutely you know can hire an accountant later on <laughs> exactly you know who will be happy about what they're doing exactly who also grew up who hates art learn yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know yeah exactly can't can't hold the freaking uh, pen or that's whatnot. right that's right but yeah but the numbers are beautiful right right and numbers they, make sense and yeah. you know they're logical and you know <laughs> that's right they produce a predictable like, like that right yeah no, that's like that bro that's exactly it whereas you know today it's the inverse it's saying oh i see that you're struggling in math here's a math tutor yeah <laughs> why don't you do a bit more of that <laughs> yeah, huh? yeah you hate it well you know try a little bit more uh, you're good enough at art you don't need to work on that anymore <laughs> keep do more of this <laughs> It's absurd and <laughs> completely. I mean, there is there is maybe a, a grain of truth in it in, in that you you know, you want some basic things on the functional level, For meaning sure. it would be good if you know how to like you know pay 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 your bill. Yeah. Like you know. Okay, being able to read. Being able I to read. Sure. <laughs> These are useful, <laughs> right? Like, so we wouldn't like throw academia all out of the window. No. no. But as you say, like. The main focus then has to be on like, you know, developing what it is mm. that is you yeah. and developing what it is that brings you happiness and that allows you to like, you know, contribute in, in a meaningful manner. Yeah. Because otherwise what will happen and what we see happen today is there's this beautiful artist sitting on the accountant desk, you know. Exactly. And, exactly. you know, learn yeah. the skills to do it and can do it to like a you know, a, a good mediocre level mm -hmm. and can do their jobs. Yeah. But hate, freaking hate yes. what they do on a daily basis. Yeah. And invite that, you know, and put it in anything they do. Like the work, it will have some of that mm -hmm. quality. Yeah, it will. 
right? It will be produced by a you know a person that is not happy about it. And yeah. 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 Whereas art would be such such a beautiful thing to strive for, right? If there's anything that is like lacking in our society in many ways, is it's that appreciation for beauty. Mm. I couldn't agree more. Right. And when yeah. that is then there, then suddenly the profession of an artist becomes a, a powerful thing mm. you know, and something that creates real value. Exactly. Yes. Right. Yeah. It yeah. creates a value by people witnessing the art and feeling that it's touching some deep part of themselves, you mm. know, and, and it brings a smile on their face or even a tear. Yeah. Or, you know. Yeah. I mean, really being able to. And we were even talking about this with those absolute super high quality movies, you know, oh. that really reach that level of true yes. artistry. See this in anything. See this in a dance, in a painting, in a song. Absolute, absolutely. And when you connect and when they're truly on that level of mastery. That's it. That's oh it. Oh my God. That is one of the most powerful experiences you can have in life. I mean, yeah. where is there, where is the value lacking in that? Because they're coming from their soul, you know, mm, exactly. they, they like, they are that what they do. Yeah. They're not yeah. like faking. They're not pretending. They're mm -hmm. not trying. They're not trying. Zero trying. But yeah. they're like, ah, oh, you know, they're just living it. Yeah. And anyone that experiences that will mm. will be reminded of that vastness of that yes, beauty yes. of that potential that <laughs> is within all of us yeah just expressed in so many beautiful unique ways you know and then as we were saying before retirement oh. the idea of that becomes true lunacy yeah absolutely it, it becomes like no i want to do this till the day i die till the moment i die yeah because... and then you retire <laughs> yeah. you know you exactly. retire from this life and, that's right you know, that's, that's right. it that's that's what retirement should be like yes right yes exactly and yeah. until that you just always try to find that sweet spot of like mm. it's even difficult to call it work then at that point it because is. it's just it's what you it's do not, it's what yeah. you how you express but you always find that sweet spot between and that and maybe some other balancing activity that is different but yeah. also just brings you joy mm -hmm. you know maybe a, maybe it's some sort of a balance between creating and consuming or something like yeah. that yeah yeah and that can change right maybe you're like 80 years old and you feel like oh you know i'm i'm more on the leisure side now but as you say still mm -hmm. as we saw with ennio morricone oh, exactly the the, oh. the great great com uh, composer who as I sadly mm. found out, just died five months ago. Yeah. Who wrote music until the very last day and still was I mean, engaged literally. in projects. Ugh. And because it's what he is and what he does, and you listen to his music, you, mm. you watch these movies and you hear the music and, and you, 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 you feel him and you yeah. know him. You know him. Yeah, yeah. You know yes, him exactly. through his honest expression. Exactly. And even beyond that, you know your yourself mm. oh. <laughs> you know yourself yes. a little bit better yeah you do you know it's actually it's it's one of my my great uh, masters the uh, bruce lee mm, yes actually who's who's you know everyone knows him for his like you know great martial arts skills mm. which was his thing mm. his way to express yeah. and evolve but 
and 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 so that allowed them to within that find so much truth that even he came up with a lot of like good insights right yeah so one of the things he said for instance is that ultimately every knowledge means self-knowledge right so any experience you have it will tell you something about yourself And when it is then an experience of somebody who is themselves and who expresses themselves from that deep level of unity, of oneness, of beauty, yeah, then the knowledge that you take will just be like, you know, so vast. much vast, so yeah. much bigger, so much more impactful. Mm. And then, oh, yeah, man, that's to me, that's where the beauty of life is, you know, it is, it is <clears throat> and appreciating that beauty. Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. Appreciating that. Yeah. Man, well, I have to say thank you so much yeah. for being on the show. This has been an absolute blast. <laughs> I just love this every time. <laughs> no, it's amazing. So if you were to leave us with some insight or um, just some, something that you know, has moved you or something that you would give advice perhaps or anything of that nature, um, what would you leave us with? And the courage to be oneself and honestly express oneself. Mm. You know, no matter the challenges, but just really curiosity about that. And once you find it to like, yeah, no compromise and just yes. doing that, you know, and then all of us, we can cheer you on and wait and hope to, to see you do your best and like, be in your purest and be mm. in your beauty. So yeah, do do what you are, be what you are, express yourself honestly. Beautiful. Yeah. Excellent. Thanks again, man. Yeah, thank you. It's it's been a great great pleasure. <laughs>